everyone. Welcome to the Keep Watching Podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm here with James. Today, we have a very special episode of the podcast. So, about two years ago, James, you convinced me to buy some tickets to a concert because you said you'd go with me and I was nervous. And finally, after all the dark times, we got to go. So now I need you to tell me, how was your first Monster X concert experience? You want to start with? You just want to start with my opinions on the time. Yeah, I just, I just want you know your your gut check. Like, do oh, you regret that decision? No, 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 no. No, it was a fun experience. Yeah, I'm excited to go through it and talk about all the <laughs> the little things that happened because I I've never been to a concert of any kind in my life. I'm 32 years I've old. Never... I've never been to a concert, so this is my <laughs> literal first experience. Yeah, I've never been to one of their concerts before, so it was a first on that front for me too. But and maybe probably not something quite as big as this, either. But yeah, I was, I was yeah, I super know. excited about. Is this, this that big? I guess it is. I mean, it's in. It took place in a Radio City Music Hall in New York City, so that's pretty big. Capacity. We looked it up. Capacity six thousand, and it was sold out. I guess I have been to bigger things, but it wasn't. Is the biggest in my heart. How about that? Okay. It meant the most. It wasn't to a me. sports stadium, which I know. Right. Yeah. Those yeah, have... that's. I haven't been in one of those either, though. Okay. But... So, um, were you you nervous about this heading in? I know you. Yeah. Expressed some reservations well, about. It's intimidating. We can get. To, oh, let's let's get to the, just showing up, because I like. Yeah. So we showed up. We got dropped off, by our lift at Radio City Music Hall. And we found like the VIP entrance because you got VIP tickets of or like course. special. Yeah. Um, which was just like, there were people waiting. There was like general ticket admissions were just like the line of people waiting and we got to go in early. That was like the advantage basically. And we would go through, like we get to like the metal detector entrance and you go mm -hmm. through. And then when I go through the guy, the metal detector guy says to me, he's like, you're the only guy I've seen so far, <laughs> which I was like, I didn't think about, like I saw a whole bunch of fans. I thought about it beforehand and mm -hmm. I was thinking like, oh, it'd be like a 20 to one ratio, guys to girls, yeah. something like that. And then I saw a bunch of fans outside and I saw a bunch of people. There were a lot of VIP people that got in mm -hmm. early and I did not notice it until this guy mentioned it. And I was like, oh yeah. Like the guy, the girl to guy ratio was like more like 500 to one than it was 20, <laughs> 20 to one, <laughs> which is like pretty insane. Did that make you self-conscious? Yeah. At first I was like, oh, wow. I expected heavily, like a lot of girls, obviously. And then I expected, I expected to be younger, which did not end up being the case. It was, mm. there were plenty of people there older than us. Yeah. Like, I want to say the average age was more like mid to high twenties than it was teens to early 20s you know right. which is what i expected yeah i think that lines up with what i expected because like they're a band in their seventh year so like their fan base has aged over time you know yeah but there were easily like women in their 40s there that were not there with their kids i want to say <laughs> like they were yeah they were just there for themselves well there is also like a a monster x um nuna culture where it's nuna's the korean word for like a man would call an older woman who's like a sister or somebody's close. So there's a lot of Nuna fans. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So we got in. 
as soon as I walked in, I immediately had it pointed out to me that it was the only guy, which is pretty well. <laughs> and you're pretty tall too, so like, yeah. even for a guy like you're, oh, we'll you're, get to you that. Stand out. We'll get to that. <laughs> I, uh, That's true. Once the concert starts, I'll explain that situation. So yeah, we we head in. We stand in another line to get our our fancy badges and uh, wristbands. I think that was. Oh, that was your first encounter with uh, people just handing out random K-pop shit. Oh, yeah. That was weird at first because they the first couple of people that gave us stuff were like, they just gave up pictures of the guy, members of the group. Mm-hmm. And you told, you explained it was like, oh, it must be like their favorite. It was just one guy, too. So it was just like their yeah. favorite. And it would, he was just, they were just handing out like random pictures of them. So I was like, that's kind of weird. But then somebody came around and was like, give us these like cool, like, key chains that they made they made like a shit ton of them like personally the key chains that uh, also seemed like bracelets Um, well you made you made i wore it like a bracelet but i was like damn this is actually like somebody spent a shit ton of time making each in an individual one of these and i don't know how many they had but they had at least like a hundred like several hundred that they must have made by hand it was pretty wild yeah, and they have one of the members' names on it, and then um, the one you were wearing for a while said Mon Bebe, which is the fandom name for yeah. Monstex. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Weird, weird, but cool. <laughs> I had seen things on Twitter where people were like, yeah, I'm going to be posted up on the corner outside. We're like, come to me for your photo pics of this guy, or I made these little banners. You can pick them up here. Yeah. Is that normal for concerts, or is that just like a k-pop thing or just a monster x thing uh that's definitely common for k-pop things um maybe it exists outside of k-pop my my perspective on that isn't great i'm i'm very in this k-pop thing (laughs) yeah there are a lot of vips of this like i i was thinking you know 50 maybe 100 vip people but it was hundreds and like we had to we had to like get in line for wristbands and we had to like do this like snake thing that went down like we had to go down a flight of stairs to get in line to go back up the stairs it was pretty wild how many people there were yeah i want to say it's like half of the floor seats almost like get are like paired up with the vip tickets so it's probably like like what like 10 20 percent of the entire yeah thing yeah that's about right so you're talking like yeah a few easily a few hundred mm-hmm. so yeah then we just hung around for a little while yeah oh well, we got the wristbands oh the wristbands were like there was like purple one there were purple ones blue ones and i want to say there were white ones was that a thing yeah i think i heard about the white ones i don't know what they were for uh we got the purple ones because we were going for the high touch and the the goodbye um moment but and the blue ones were just for the the goodbye like yeah. waving at the guys Which while we'll they get, get on the bus. I, about what that means yeah. at the end. That was that's post concert <laughs> sure. activities with the boys. Yeah. Okay. That was I'm not sure if the white ones were more or less exclusive. I don't I don't know if they got an extra perk or I have no idea what they were there yeah. for. And then the person was very insistent on like the bands had to be on your right wrist, which never came up as to like somebody like I guess it's easier just to like look at them if they know it's gonna be on the right wrist. But yeah, I think it just made it easier. It didn't seem necessary guy. to me, but I was surprised because <laughs> I already had some stuff on my right wrist. So I was like, I'll put it on my left. And she was like, no, can't do that. <laughs> Gotta conform in the, in the K-pop concert. I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess. So yeah, they let us in then like, I think probably 
maybe half an hour before they were said they were going to open the doors. Like we got some announcement that's like, okay, we're going to open the doors and you can sit down and then we're going to let the normal people in. So oh, wait. get to your seats. Oh wait, before this though, I, I had to use the bathroom because we were walking around the city. We were doing some oh, stuff yeah? in the city beforehand. Mm -hmm. I had to use the bathroom. No line for and we, you, uh, so, so you go down into like the lounge area of Brady Seal. Radio City Music Hall, and they that's where mm -hmm. the bathrooms are. I'd never been to Radio City Music Hall before. But then they had, like, the the guys' lounge and the girls' lounge is, like, where the bathrooms were. And I went in the guys' lounge, and there was, like, you know, it's a huge place. They had, like, 20-plus urinals in this bathroom, and I'm the only one in there. <laughs> Which is, like, how many people, how many people outside of, like, employees there you think have used... <laughs> the urinals at Radio City Music Hall during an event and had been the only ones in the bathroom. <laughs> that was pretty wild. <laughs> but yeah, you said there was like a bathroom attendant, right? Too. So there's just like one guy well, hanging out. Um, I don't think it was an attendant. I think it was just an employee who was like oh, also okay. using the bathroom. But there, eventually there was a second person in there. But at first it was just okay. me. But that was that was an experience. But it was a nice fancy bathroom at least, right? I, yeah, it was really I cool. Didn't... You didn't go in the women's? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't go didn't. in? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty... I mean, yeah, I'd say it was fancy. It, the fancy part was that you basically had to walk through, like, a sitting lounge with carpet. Like, you go through the men's entrance and the women's entrance, and then... But when you mm -hmm. look through them, there's no doors, but you only see, like, a sitting area. Mm -hmm. And then you wrap around the turn, and then it becomes the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So instead of having, like, a door so you couldn't see the bathroom, it was just, like, they they angled it off so you could only see where people were sitting inside the lounge right. and then the bathroom continued where you couldn't see from the main lobby. But yeah, overall, I'd say theaters. It was a really fancy, nice place. I've never been in, in there before. Yeah. It was, it's more, I feel like when I've seen it on like Netflix specials for like comedy or whatever, it's like really, mm. it's really impressive if you're like on the stage looking out yeah. at the audience. And but when you're looking from this audience in, it doesn't seem like that crazy of a stage. It, I mean, yeah, it's still the big. Yeah, the stage is probably a little smaller. Yeah. It, I think the I think the architecture of the seating is like the craziest part of the of the event. Oh, but like how it. Well, it has like yeah, it has like or... a really long first level, and then it has three, um, second, third, fourth floor balconies. That are like way in the back and it's just like a mm -hmm. cool looking arch so we get to our seats and we just kind of hang out for a long time yeah i was i kept just like trolling you with the suspense of how many minutes countdown it was <laughs> well i mean that's fair i've been spending days ahead of time telling people that i'm unraveling as a human because you know i'm feeling too many feelings about this concert so yes it was Oh yeah. It was peak emotion time. Is it would you say it's fair to say you're obsessed with Monsex? Is that a too strong I mean, of a word? Yeah, I, yeah I, I love them dearly. I think about them literally every day. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yes, that's fair. As soon as I walked in, I didn't say this when we were like when we were getting in line for the wristbands, I was I tr I said to you, I was like, Wow, there's this place is nothing but Sarah clones. <laughs> 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 Which is yeah. like it's not actually a fair representation, but there was like several people there with like you know their hair dyed in a, like a similar way like to be like mm -hmm. a purple or like a pink color and then it was a it's actually incredible diversity of people um, oh, outside yeah, of being all women <laughs> everything <laughs> else was extremely diverse about everybody there yeah. 
Um, but everybody and gave off still, yeah, every, me vibes. Everybody gave off the Sarah vibe <laughs> with their presence. <laughs> yeah, we were amongst my people. I yes, guess. yeah, it was interesting. Uh, so yeah, eventually time passed. It filled in. Uh, it seemed like for a while, like there were a lot of empty seats, and people came last minute. And I don't know how people operate like that. I'm too anxious for that. But um, uh. I know you had a lot of stress about who was going to fill in behind you. Yeah, I kept checking. This is the thing. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm six, five, give or take. And I looked around at the, like every, I was the tallest person attending this concert, like <laughs> yes. by far, I think. And yeah, I kept wondering if, even though, even when I go to events that I, I, really wanted to go to i still feel self-conscious about standing up mm -hmm. uh, and blocking people behind me so i was like checking like because the seat behind us just kept staying open and open 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 mm -hmm. and it ended up like nobody actually sat there which was pretty wild once the concert started i could tell the woman the the girl behind you mm -hmm. was really short and she couldn't oh, even no. she couldn't even see over you Oh. And then I was just like, I can't, I can't be the one standing and blocking people's views. So I like did a, like, I, I didn't sit all the way down, but I put like the spring loaded seat. I just like kept it pointed up and I like sat on the, I essentially like sat on the, uh, like this, like the armrest. Yeah. So I was like, I was about the height of like the person to my left. So we were like <laughs> equally couldn't see, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. You really can't. Uh, the the ground level of Radio City Music Hall isn't like stadium seating, so it's it's yeah, not I, made. I it's not made for people to stand and watch. Um, yeah, exactly. But it's a concert, so what are you gonna do? Yeah. So and I, they had screens on the side that you could sort of see what's going on. Yeah, I didn't mind watching most of it from the screen. It, it, we, I mean, we were what were we were in row QQ, which is like the 16th row from the stage. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you could definitely see better. <laughs> like I, I felt like you could see more even, even if I had a plain view of it, you would, you could like see them better if you just watch the, right. they had, they had like five cameras that would be on each uh, member. And then they would switch to like have, whoever was singing in that moment or whatever one, whatever the production was. So you could like see them individually by looking at the screen and which one was like the one you're supposed to be looking at so it was kind of easier to watch the screen yeah i could not exist in that concert and look at who i'm supposed to look at like i i have to look at my favorite boy the whole time i cannot I'm, i i could not draw myself away from him um and the person in front of me was even like kind of like i'm kind of tall for a lady i guess um but she was taller than me and i just had to keep dodging and weaving back and forth to you know make sure min was in my eyesight our seats were also like they were the center section and we were like in the middle of the center section which you would think is like oh this is like the best seats but because everybody was standing it was like because we we're directly in the middle everybody that was standing in front of you was blocking the center of the stage right if so, it was like a side angle yeah so even at my fine. best angle i could only see like the two boys to the left if they were standing like five in a row mm -hmm. i could only see the two boys to like the left at any given time i could never yeah. see the person in the middle <laughs> <laughs> um but it, like literally everybody must have been having that problem but i guess like i don't know if the ideal scene might have been like the middle section but on the ends 
and then you could mm, yeah or actually if you were the the section over from the middle and then you were like the seat on the aisle you would have yeah, like the entire be, aisle good... yeah that actually would have mm. been ideal but i bet those people had the I best mean, tickets let's be honest no 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 the best tickets were in the very very front oh well, yeah in, in where they, um, you're just on the stage basically it was the um they had like an orchestra pit but yeah. they opened it up for seat they had like um folding chairs for like i'm sure those were like the most expensive tickets if i could have bought them i would have <laughs> Ticketmaster did not offer them up to me yeah that would have been a whole different experience <laughs> if we had would you those have tickets. gone if i picked yeah, those tickets? i would have gone why not okay i didn't know if it was too much pressure because like it might have been I mean, pricey you, you've heard their music before but you, you, you yeah wouldn't... i i listen to months i listen to i have listened to k-pop music and listened to monster x music but i there's no I, i'm not a heavy music listener mm -hmm. in general so there isn't anything that i'm like crazy about when it comes to music but you're good at um getting hyped when other people are hyped oh yeah yeah and, yeah uh, that makes that's you my the best move. person to take anywhere that make, that's my move yeah you if you show me you're excited about something i'll 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 be in yeah, you definitely enhanced at least once at me, least so thank you <laughs> at least once i would say so yeah first thing that happened then this is this is the opening bit of the concert they they start to play what we call in the k-pop biz, biz a, a vcr which is is just a video it's a pre-recorded video um and it was super dramatic i think I'm trying to remember it all is gonna blur together for me a lot but i think it was like the super dramatic avengers style opening of like oh look at these cool guys in their cool motorcycle jackets yeah they, de they definitely did that in the middle of the concert was it in the middle yeah i mean they're all kind of avenger style like these are the members of the team and they each get their um photo shoot video of their photo shoot like put into the <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like the lights went down and my brain shut off for a minute so <laughs> I, I just i was so pumped it got hella loud oh you brought um you were wearing um earplugs earplugs yes because i'm brought... a responsible old person yes. yeah you brought them for me i am not good with putting buds in my ear so i tried them mm -hmm. and i was like it's too weird for me and then <laughs> after the initial loudness i mean it was it was freaking loud the whole time Out, yeah. outside of like the people right behind me occasionally like screaming very very loud um mm -hmm. i didn't think it was too bad without earbud okay. earbuds um so yeah i just didn't use them so yeah then well, I don't know. What were you thinking in these opening moments? Were you? Oh, okay. The best part of that. Any opening... point at which you were like instantly regretting? So they, they came out. They came out and they just started doing their songs right away, which is what I expected. This is like I thought. I've never been to a concert before, but I just assumed like you know we're gonna do songs after songs, and mm. um, the second song they played was I think I think this song. If you've never listened to Monster X, you is it this is the one you might have heard i'm not you can correct me if i'm wrong but dr drama rama that's uh one of their popular ones so yeah there's an yeah easy one of their like and it's not recent it's one of their older most popular ones yeah it's, it's yeah it's a little older a few years ago. yeah i feel like i might have heard this in a commercial or or oh this song was on it was on um an episode of a show that we also might talk about on this podcast called chad oh, right which is yes. uh 
an American show. There's an, like an episode where Chad gets obsessed with K-pop because he sees a, the <laughs> the video for Drama Rama in that show. So I actually saw hey. this. This it's uh, a real good video. It makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the this is the the biggest, you know, reaction I saw you have when they started playing Drama Rama. <laughs> you had like. You just had like giddy schoolgirl hands for like a second. Like as soon as it started, you just like brought your hands up to your chest and like <laughs> I was like, like flinched it is one of a my little favorite bit. songs. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't expect necessarily you know that they'd play it because it's an older one and like because, you know, the dark times have happened. Um, they have released literally nine albums since the last time they toured. So I didn't think there was any room for any older content. Yeah. Did you even know you did that though? It looked like it was like a self-conscious response. <laughs> I did it and then I realized what I was doing and then I immediately pictured a gif of this little girl that like is shaking her hands and screaming that yeah. like, oh, I look like that. That's right what now. you looked like without the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what. <laughs> well, you I like. had a mask on so you couldn't tell if I was screaming or Yeah, not. that's true. I just guess I, I you wasn't were. though. Yeah. I'm awkwardly silent at concerts. I don't know what it is, but Yeah, there were you saw a lot of different like I, f I feel like everybody there had like, I don't know, 90% of them seemed like they had like an obsessive level of interest <laughs> in Amatsa X, obviously. But uh -huh. they're like, there was like two girls in front of me who like kept changing where they were standing. But one mm -hmm. of them would like stand like a statue. And I just assumed she was having her own like inner experience of what was happening. Uh -huh. And then the other girl yeah. was like very much into like dancing and like singing along. <laughs> with the uh -huh. songs and they were they were like there together and it was like a little it was interesting to see the totally different totally different handlings of the entire experience yeah <laughs> i'm of the opinion that i can listen to myself sing these songs anytime i want to listen to the boys so yeah I, i'm more on the the standstill and have my own inner like conflict yeah 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 happening. yeah that was funny but yeah for the first song that they came out like they kind of all walked out from the like the middle screen of the stage parted then they walked out and it was kind of dimly lit and then the lights went down a little bit more but i saw that min turned around and i was like oh this is the formation for that song so that's the level that we're working with for me where i'm like oh, i damn. know what song's coming because they're standing in this configuration wow i didn't know i don't think you told me that yet that was that's nuts well, it's a more recent um, song too, and and uh, so there's been a lot of uh, performance videos of that that I, that I've been able to watch. But gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think they did um, like three songs, which were all bangers because all of their songs are amazing. Um, and then they had a little break where they were starting to talk because uh, can't dance for two hours to their songs because it's too intense. They need a little break and. Um, I don't think you were expecting them to talk quite as much through this concert as they ended up doing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that there would be talking segments. Um, uh, but between the talking segments and the um, like slower songs, uh, mm -hmm. it made sense to me after a while. Where because I'm a pro wrestling fan. And it's yeah. a similar thing in like wrestling matches where they'll all they'll often be a segment of the match where there's like grappling on the mat and like trying to make each other submit and they're like you know pretending like they're about to tap out and stuff and really what these segments are in, in wrestling is like it's just time for the wrestlers to rest 
<laughs> in the middle of the match. Like if it's going to be a 20 yeah. minute match, they need to have like a resting point in the mm -hmm. match. So that's what this is. That's what I think this is. I think the talking segments are actually more like this is what the fans want to see. And then the slower songs, they just they kind of don't dance as much to them. So this is their chance to really rest is during the yeah. slow songs. Yeah, K-pop is has this culture of like fans feeling close to the the group. There's a lot of that para parasocial relationship situation going on. So like all the talking things are like really important to the fans. Yeah. At first I thought the talking segments were a little like shamelessly like self-promoting. Like <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna talk about Jew Honey, one of the members oh. who I have uh -huh. I have knew nothing about these. I knew some of their names because you told me about them, but I didn't put it to memory or <laughs> yeah yeah. But um yeah, this guy Jew Hun, aka Jew Honey, in the beginning was like when it was his time to talk in one of the opening talk segments, like his mm -hmm. bit was just like yelling at the crowd, like, what's my name? And then everybody yelled like Jew honey or something. It was very silly. No, I um, think everybody said, like, he said, what's my name? And everybody was like, Jew Han. And he's like, mm -mm, no. Oh, okay. That's what it was. I was like, yeah. what is happening right now? <laughs> what's my he's name? He's like, it's Jew honey because I'm your honey. This yeah. is adorable. It was it was like yeah, it was like a very like silly wrestling bit that mm, he was like pulling yeah. up like pro wrestlers. <laughs> so, like it was, I don't know what I didn't know what to think of it at first cuz it was like really early. And then another mm. of the early talk segments I, I think this is after they did like their next two songs. I'm kind of jumping ahead, but they they did like two more songs. And then you had told me like as we when we were driving over there that like they started they've more recently been writing more of their own music. Mm -hmm. and they played two songs that they some of their members wrote and then when they went back to the talking segment they were like they were like oh we just played this song who wrote that song and were, <laughs> who did it and they did this whole like yeah it it the first two talking talking segments felt like kind of like same shameless self-promotion until i kind of like got it as as i did more and more talking segments i like got the dynamic better Right. And it's more of like um they're like uh they're just trying to like they like support each other and give each other credit right. for their accomplishments is kind of what they're doing. It's yeah, and even though they're, they're all like one group, it's like they're also individuals that are like yeah, yeah, legitimately supportive of each other, which is like, okay, I get it. Yeah, they are a very sweet group in that regard. Yeah. They, I, um... I I kinda got what the their vibe after a while. <laughs> Oh, but one important thing during the first three songs that I forgot to mention is that um, Hyungwon's shirt was just full open, just like completely open, and it was abs for days. Now, I can't, I could not pull away from Min for most of the time, but at one point, the girl in front of me got in the way, and I had to look at the screen, and the screen was showing him, and I was just like, that's a lot of abs that I didn't expect to see. That's weird. I did not notice this guy's abs until he did, where there's later in the concert, they did like solo acts. Each one of them did like Ooh. one solo song and he wore like a see-through shirt and then I noticed This it. is I not that guy. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. This is I did the not notice guy this, who did the this first like, solo stuff. I did not witness this like road wardrobe malfunction thing that you're talking <laughs> about in the beginning. Yeah, no, it was like completely unbuttoned and then like during their first talking bit, they're like Hyungwon will be back in a second. He, he you know, needs to get fixed up, but when he came back it was like Oh. buttoned up to like only show half his chest oh, instead of <laughs> that whole thing went over my head i didn't i didn't i didn't understand 
I didn't even notice that he left, actually. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm constantly, I don't know, counting members, I guess, and yeah. making sure I, I could know never see all, all of them, so I always just assumed, oh, I just can't oh, yeah, see the person. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was a good opening, is the point, even if I only saw him for the 10 seconds I could peel my eyes away from Min. Yeah. It was it was good. Oh, the other best uh, the other best part about these talking segments was that um the one one member of the group is like really good at English. So yeah. he was full blown English, I think, most of the time. Everybody mm -hmm. else like knew English phrases to say, but then if they really wanted to like get emotional with the crowd or whatever, they would switch to Korean. Mm -hmm. And then they had like a I didn't like it literally took me halfway through the concert to realize that when they were getting like a translation done, it was like yeah. somebody talking over the speakers. I thought it was like the one member of the group that could speak English was like <laughs> translating. So there there this whole time there was like um yeah, like a, a voice comm person who was translating after they talked. And they were referring mm -hmm. to them. I, 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 they said this earlier, but I still didn't figure it out. They were referring to the guy coming over the speakers as Optimus Prime because <laughs> they thought he <laughs> yes. sounded like Optimus Prime. <laughs> but he didn't sound anything like Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a big, it dramatic was just like, robot voice or something. Yeah, his, his voice was just very like generic and monotone. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell if like they always had the same. Uh, translator? Trans translator guy i want to say they don't you well you'll find out in past shows i have seen them like there was a reoccurring translator before and this was not that guy oh okay um i don't i don't know maybe the guy they normally use or have used in some of their other shows that i've seen videos of was busy i don't know but yeah i'm, I'm gonna see them next week in chicago because i needed to um and <laughs> I'll I'll let you know if Optimus Prime is there or if it's a different translator. Yeah, I'm curious to see what percentage of their talking segments is like scripted and which percentage is like kind of improv-y. And it might even start off as improv-y and then they find a bit that they like and they just bring it up again. Yeah, it like... could be. If they do Optimus Prime bit again, that'll feel a little a little cheap. But <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the same narrator. I feel, yeah, I feel like somebody should guy. tell them that this guy sounds no, nothing like Optimus Prime and you should not <laughs> say that he sounds maybe, like Optimus Prime again. You know what? Maybe like Find another reference. dub of Transformers, he sounds exactly like that. Maybe that's oh, what's I happening. guess. That, that'd be hard to... Uh, your English <laughs> to voice sounds like the Korean dub of... <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I think I think that it could have been that the audio they're hearing from the stage is different than what we're hearing. Um, so maybe that's it sounded more true. gargled yeah. or whatever Optimus Prime sounds mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I think I think that that's probably fair. Yeah, I I don't think there's like a famous character that this narrator sounded like. It was very generic. <laughs> there was... I mean, he had an Australian accent. I think. Oh, was so... it? Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just generic Australian man. Yeah. But I think they were more referring to the dramaticness of just the disembodied voice that, that translates for them, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I understood it. It was still funny, even though it was wrong. <laughs> they were not correct about what <laughs> the sound did not. It did not sound like him. So, yeah, after that, I think they went into the only English songs they did all night. Because they have um, two 
full English albums that came out within the time since the dark times. And um, I've, I was actually worried they were going to do a lot more English songs than Korean songs be, just because, you know, they'd been released a little bit more recently and they hadn't gotten to perform them and, you know, an American tour. So use the English songs. Um, but they limited only three. So I was happy because I actually like all their Korean songs better than their American songs. Is this a segment with um, Play It Cool? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was my favorite song. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think. That is also an older one and actually isn't from the English albums. It's just there's an English version of it that they perform. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, a, I think I... I like that song. I think... I don't think it was like the song I heard the most, but I had heard it enough that I was familiar with it, and then I mm -hmm. just like it better than some of their other stuff. <laughs> That's fair. But, um... This was like the intermit. This... I think Play It Cool is like right before the intermission. Or what you would call the intermission, I guess. Wait, what would you long. call the intermission? Uh, it was they went to like another uh, VCR or like video thing after this, oh, I yeah. think. But um, what happened at the end of Play It Cool was they like <laughs> they like blasted <laughs> they blasted like a load of confetti streamers all over the audience. Well, like earlier they had done confetti and this time it was streamed yeah. and I got hit full on in the face with some streamers. We were like 16 row backs so we got hit by this. I couldn't help by la but laugh of the, like, the sexualness of it <laughs> was just so ridiculous. I mean, that's fair. Most of their songs are about fucking. Like that's their jam. Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah. And then they gave a chance for everybody to gather themselves after that <laughs> because they went to a video back. <laughs> Well, I needed it because I was literally <laughs> tangled up in the streamers <laughs> that hit me in the face. <laughs> oh, man, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Oh, man. Yeah, so then they did a VCR that was about kind of their history as a band, sort of. Um, and they did a lot of um, interview sort of segments with where the guys would talk one-on-one -on -one with, uh, like, how... You know, they haven't always charted so well, and it took them a long time to get a win in the Korean music show scene, and, you know, how that can be really disheartening, and they just tried to, like, refocus, and just, like, as long as we're making music that we like and the fans like, it's it's fine, and that was kind of a sweet and sad moment, but uh, I think then it turned into, maybe that was the Avengers video time. I just, yeah, I don't know if it was now or later, but... Yeah, I don't have a lot of notes on this segment, but it was cool to hear. Um, it was cool to hear like the history, you know, and get yeah a bigger picture of what the group is all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is kind of fall. It's like I, I equate it to like kind of like following your like favorite wrestler over their careers, but if like the entire group yeah. was one wrestler or something, <laughs> yeah. I'd also equate this experience to like. Um, Imagine going to like a sporting event where mm -hmm. your team was guaranteed to just win by a lot. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> and it was like the biggest game of the season. Like that's what this yeah. felt like. You like your team couldn't lose. It, it didn't matter. Yeah, like, everybody who was there was like fans of the home team. Yeah. And they were gonna win. Yeah, exactly. Like like everything these boys said in their talking segments was like got cheers no matter 
how much sense it made or, or didn't make. Yeah, yeah, hundred. I think they like, butchered. They could say anything, and and we yeah we between care. between them and the translator a couple of times. Like I don't think they nailed every segment. Um, yeah, I don't know that the translator was like super accurate, and I don't know that was kind of a bummer, but. Yeah, because I there, there's like I I'm learning a little bit of Korean, and so like they would say words that I'd know, and then that would be nowhere in the translation, um, which very well might be just I don't know enough Korean, but it did it didn't always feel like like they would talk for a while, and he'd be like, "Yes, yeah. we're happy to be here." <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, he get the gist of it. I thought the translator was pretty good. I mean, I, it got me the general idea. There was a yeah. there was a couple of times where like they it said it felt like the the boys were trying to like either like make a joke or like set up a bit where like the one guy said oh like this this thing might be later in that concert but they were like we're looking forward to seeing you soon as if like they were gonna have another concert in New York soon mm -hmm. but then the next guy went and he was like he actually lied like the translator said like oh he actually lied because we won't be seeing you soon. And then it sounded like it was supposed to turn, like he was going to be like, but something, something, or like turn it around into a bit. And then the translator mm -hmm. never was able to like fully grasp the concept of whatever he was going for. I think what was happening then is that was, that was Kihyun and he was saying, last time we were here, we told you we'd see you soon, but it turned out oh. we were lying because, you know, the dark times happened. I heard it as like, the previous boy lied to you and then... <laughs> There was no additional follow-up, so he just sounded like <laughs> sounded like it was like he lied, and that's it. He just lied to you. I mean, sometimes they do throw each other under the bus for comedic effect. Like earlier, Juhan was like, "Hey, I know you guys like making eye contact with us, and I'm making eye contact with every one of you. Don't listen to the other guys when they say they do it because they won't." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. That them talking about like eye contact or looking into the eyes of the audience or whatever that was like a little too far like I, <laughs> I don't think any level of obsessiveness would make me believe that this is like they're really looking to my personal eyes you know the I thought it was like, like too, it was like too cheesy it went it went too oh, far yeah. for me <laughs> that is part of the like k-pop fandom band connection culture where like you they say a bunch of cheesy shit and you pretend to believe it because it's cute. Like that's that's what it is. You pretend to believe it? I mean, you might be pretending to believe it. I don't know if everybody there was Oh, that's fair. <laughs> they were eating that shit up. <laughs> it was pretty wild. I mean, that that's what everybody shows up for, right? Like Yeah, I mean, the, I get the, it. I the vibe. <laughs> that I it's it's something that I expected, but I was able to like understand oh how you could really be into this except for that like I I could, I could never be to the level of like really thinking that these boys are uh into like singling me out or whatever they were going oh, for yeah, yeah. in the segments. I would hope that like most fans are in on the joke. You would hope. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Especially sometimes they'll like say a cheesy thing and then the rest of the boys will make fun of that one for being too cheesy. That's like, what it's should an happen. Ongoing bit. That that oh, yeah. that is funny. I do think I do think they should make fun of each other after they do these things, even if oh, they have was, to do them. There is a video from an old old concert where I forget who's saying the cheesy thing or what the cheesy thing was, but somebody's saying it, and then Chang Kyun is off stage just like pretend vomiting. 
like oh okay see that's good be that's, like oh yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> they had a few like comedy bits in some of their talking segments but i was like this is actually good um like at one point uh jew honey was like saying something in korean and then when the optimus prime was talking he was like mouthing his mouth as if he was talking yes. through as optimus prime <laughs> yeah like he was jew honey was on fire in this concert i'm gonna be honest yeah oh and then like i think actually during the vcr that we were just talking about with the interview stuff like the side screens on the stage not the main like everybody can see screens but the on the stage screens were not working properly like um either they weren't supposed to be on or they were supposed to be better quality because you couldn't read the subtitles on them and then the next time they came out to talk about it minhyuk my favorite boy was just like i'm sorry that wasn't supposed to happen i'm very angry and then like he went over and fake kicked to the side screen just to show how you know upset he was about everything there's still a small percent chance this is just <laughs> you a don't bit. believe it i don't know they were way too over apologetic for something that i barely noticed like i i did notice that like you couldn't really read this the text on those mm -hmm. screens which i don't know why anybody would be looking at those screens it was such a small detail that i, I don't think i don't think they, seriously though yeah they did not like, have to apologize for that but they they apologized there and then another one of them apo like apologized for technical difficulties when like mm -hmm. i don't know they freaking the whole production was pretty spot on honestly yeah they're they're just like perfectionists with their their show so they they get mad about these things yeah but they they made it into a funny bit which was good yeah. on the spot thinking unless you go to chicago and they do the same bit again which will be hilarious if they do the same bit again it's fine i get to watch men yeah. pretend to kick a screen like i'm here for it yeah it's still it's still <laughs> funny even if it's a bit but yeah um so yeah so during this vcr that we were talking about they kept saying like things like oh we're gonna find you like or we've been apart for a long time but we're gonna find you and they kept saying find you over and over again and that's when i knew that they were gonna like try to make me cry because they were about to play the saddest song that they have and i was kind of annoyed that they played oh really did you yeah, cry i didn't one. notice i didn't cry but like it's just this song came out on the last album that um so they used to be seven members we'll start with that um and some stuff happened and one of the members had to leave the band and it was a bummer and this album came out like three days before that happened and it's a sad song anyway about like missing someone you love and trying to find them again and and so like within the fandom it is is equated to that event and it just i don't know it's i love all of their songs ridiculously i can't be objective about them at all i love their dumb pepsi songs even but this is like the closest it gets to a song i don't like just because it makes me feel sad yeah but it was a pretty lovely performance so i mean i can't be too upset i could not tell that it was a sad song <laughs> well it, it's in korean so yeah. it's there it, it was a slow song which i was like oh i guess they're resting now that's how i felt <laughs> yeah. i i mean some of their songs are definitely um uh catchy and they're definitely bangers like even if mm -hmm. even some of their korean stuff where you don't know what they're saying like they're just so catchy that they're good um, right. but none of their slow songs felt like they should be in a concert to me but it, <laughs> it, they all have like deeper meaning that i don't that i don't understand yeah and like every single one of the like slower songs like the crowd was like singing along to it so like mm. when you're like plugged into this like 
subculture of being a fan of this band like it it works in a concert whereas like yeah if, if you're not into the band like i i get that that wouldn't necessarily be as appealing yeah when you get to the solos yet yeah that that is what is about to happen and it was the best part of the concert i think um maybe yes um so they did a bunch of solo stages which is the first time they've ever done that normally they'll do unit stages where it's um like two or three of the guys will get together and they'll do a dance to a song or they'll do a cover of a song or you know both together um and this is the first time they've ever done solo stages so there are five members right now because they used to be seven one left and now one is in the military so we got five individual stages and i thought they were amazing um and they actually gave me an excuse to look at members who were not minya because he wasn't on the stage so i had to yeah yeah this was pretty cool i like the fact that this is the first time this is the first stop on their uh this is called the no limit tour right yes mm -hmm. yeah this is their first stop new york city was the first stop on the no limit tour so i had no idea what they were going to be necessarily Oh yeah. So nobody has literally nobody has seen these solo performances until tonight, which was pretty cool. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know how often on their tours they set up these like oh first time ever moments. Like maybe every tour kinda has these first time ever moments, but since we were the first well, stop, like we were literally the first yeah. one seeing it. So I thought even not fully knowing how to appreciate it, I was like, Wow, that's pretty cool actually. Yeah. On the other tours, like the like all of the unit performances are new um and so the first um the first tour stop is always like ooh, here's this never before seen thing but just the fact that they've never really done solo stuff before um and part of that's because like it's common in k-pop for you to have a group of members and they'll do they'll release solo albums and they'll still maintain as a group but um Monster X has always been really, really busy. And so they haven't done a lot of solo stuff until like recent years. So Juhan's released um, a couple mixtapes actually, but like a big one um, uh, a year or two ago. Um, Tinkun released um, a solo album within the, like about a year ago. And Kihun released a solo album a couple months ago. So I kind of knew they were going to, pick from that crowd of stuff. And then the, the other two boys were a complete, who knows what's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool set up. I did not think much of three out of the five. Okay. Um, other than that, one of them had a, one of them had a see-through shirt that like you could see how ripped he was. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll go but through we, these You want to go through them one by one. Okay, I, here we go. I, I, here we I, go. I do, I desperately do. Okay, I have nothing so to say is... about like two of them, but let's do it okay well i'd like to hear your nothing to say about okay them. here we go like, <laughs> the first was young one who is um he's the taller guy um with the the face that you kind of don't understand what you're looking at sometimes even though he's like yeah, ridiculously he's, attractive he's got a unique like, face <laughs> and, oh but the, i'll um, say about this guy is that he to me you had your earplugs in so maybe you didn't get the full effect to me he got whenever his like face came on like a video package or mm -hmm. even when the video just like cut to him during the middle of the song like he i think he got the biggest pop in terms of like people just being excited to see his face like i didn't I, notice that i think and that maybe girl, like the people right behind you were really maybe yeah the one the girl behind me that had to move over 
to look over me after I started after I sat down. Mm-hmm. She was like a few times when his his like face came on the video package or whatever, it was like she was like, He's so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. She it's all about him. I I wanna say just the crowd noise in general was the biggest for his it was less Yeah. Like his performance and just like his face when they had packages, yeah. I think. And to me, he's like the weirdest looking out of all of them, but hey, <laughs> to each his own. There is something unique about him. It's He is unique, I'll say I, that. I still haven't figured it out after, you know, however many years it's been, but like I mean it's a good face, but there's just something about it that makes you go, What? Yeah. Um Because there's two there's two of them that I told you afterwards, like I could not tell you which one was which. Mm-hmm. Between there was one guy, the one guy that was good at English, and then there was yeah. another guy. I could not tell the yeah. difference until he was speaking English, and then right. um, your guy had like pink hair for the concert, so I was able to keep him <laughs> in check. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think if he had his natural hair color, I might have also gotten lost between the other two. Mm. Okay. Unfortunately, but yeah. In terms of like who got the most, like the loudest response, I feel like whenever Juhan was doing something like that's when I thought the crowd was the loudest. Juhani. Yeah. Yeah. Juhani, he got who I would say he got the second biggest pop when, when it was just like, Oh, here's a video montage of this guy. You know, I think he got the biggest pop, like when he was performing deservedly. So Juhani, I think I would say we can get, I guess we'll get to this in the solo acts, but I, I would say he's like the Justin Timberlake of this band. <laughs> like this guy can do whatever he wants and he'd be good at it. Yeah, he's, he's pretty incredible. And I told you before the concert that I thought if there was anybody you were going to come away with being like, oh yeah, I'm impressed with that guy, that it was going to be him. Yeah, no, he was definitely impressive. <clears throat> so the first solo stage is Hyungwon with the unique face. And he's one of the members who's been composing songs. So he took a group song and just did a solo performance of it. Um, and it's one that he wrote. Um, and he's also like the lead dancer. Uh, so it was more of a dance heavy performance. And uh, I thought it was gorgeous. Okay. I did didn't know he was lead... any impression on you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if he was the lead dancer. I, I did. They did talk about they did like a little comedy sketch with the three of them with three of the five while the first two like got ready for their solo acts and they did yeah. set up his as like the dancing is going to be really good mm-hmm. but i didn't realize that was like he was the best dancer well okay so here's where we got to get into weird k-pop terminology oh, <laughs> there okay. are positions in a band and in a group and there will be a main dancer who is the best dancer and then there's a lead dancer who's like the second best dancer and then everybody else is a sub dancer oh um, shit <laughs> but the main dancer is Shonu, who's in the military right now. So he's sort of de facto the main dancer now, I guess. Oh, you could say. so he's the best dancer that we saw. Yeah, I mean, but they're all like incredible. So it's it's like so they might have a not... little bit of distinction. Okay. They but... might not have highlighted his dancing if um, the sixth member was there in the comedy sketch. They no, might I have think been, they like... still would have because like he is incredible at dancing. Like, but then what is... are they going to do for the? the other guy's solo act they're gonna be like even better there, dancing there there can be more dancing <laughs> there can like but i feel dancing. like you can only hype up the dancing of one of them no there's they only set up love all the members yeah, they only set up the first solo act and then they just 
they just banged them out five in a row without oh, yeah. without continuously right setting up. Other. But they had to give yeah. the first two like a chance to get ready. Um, right. <clears throat> oh yeah, they did a bit in the comedy act before the solos where like they had just sung a song where they made like confetti snow come from the stage, and they did a bit <laughs> where like one of them was like, "I didn't know that confetti was going to come out of the stage," and then mm -hmm. the other one was like playfully like getting all the confetti out of his hair. Yes. And I'm very curious to see if this is a bit or not. I feel like it's a bit. I feel like if it's a bit, it's a bit rooted in truth because the person who was like, I didn't know there was going to be confetti was Juhani. And um, the person who was getting the confetti out of his hair was Minhyuk. And Minhyuk loves Juhani more than anybody loves anybody. Just like, I don't know. He's his favorite person. So he was just like being really caring and like taking all the confetti out of his hair in a cute way. Meanwhile, ignoring his own hair and ignoring the other member who was on stage, his hair as well. He's just like, I'm taking care of Juhan. Like, this is what I'm doing right now. And it was it was adorable. I appreciated it. Yeah. The the taking confetti out of his hair is definitely part of the bit. I don't know. I'm curious to find out if him pretending or not pretending if he knew that it was going to happen as part of the bit. I will find I, out. I, I, I'm for that. sure think you're going to see <laughs> him take the stuff out of his hair again because that seems, the way you explained it, it's like ingrained in the culture of the fandom that these two are like have a thing together but um yeah i find it hard to believe that he didn't know that <laughs> it was about to <laughs> snow confetti on him <laughs> i don't know maybe you know it was a good com that was my favorite comedy sketch of the entire um, oh yeah it was it was quite thing. good yeah but yeah by the end of the evening when we had to watch all those poor um staff members clean up all the confetti like they clearly did not do confetti in, in dress rehearsal because that would have been too much work to have to clean all that up twice. So I'll, yeah. I'll believe him for now that he didn't know. Yeah. It looked unnecessarily difficult to clean oh, up yeah. the confetti they were doing, but I guess, yeah, take some time. Yeah. We got to see like yeah. a hell of a ton of the cleanup of the stage because <laughs> we, we end up, yeah, we end up like, <laughs> like waiting around for like nearly an hour afterwards for mm -hmm. like, waiting for the members to get ready. We'll get into that later. I won't jump yeah. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so after Kyungwon's dance heavy uh, performance, um, it was Cheng Kyun's turn and he came out and did the beginning of um, the title track from his um, solo release and then part of another song on that, that release. And I thought it was great. This is the one with the mesh shirt. If you if you need yeah. to, be the only thing I have to say is that this guy wears a see through shirt, and you could see how like ripped he was. He's still he's still <laughs> like a small dude, but he just was so toned. Like it looks like he yeah. must barely eat anything or something, and just work out a ton. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's been no body fat. He's not always guy. been this way. Like, but like in recent years, he is. Yeah, dedicated himself to the gym like crazy. Yeah. Um, and then after him was Minhyuk, my favorite boy ever. And, um, oh, before each solo stage, they all had their own solo, like VCR moment that was like supposed to pump you up before for the, the performance. Yeah. And I had no idea what to expect from Min because he's not done a solo release. Like he's done some solo covers on YouTube before, but like, that's about it. Um, and so his video was like black and white with like pops of red and like it had this really like kind of rock sort of music under it and it seemed like it was gonna be like really intense in a like i don't know i did it did not seem like the vibe i expected from him 
And then at the end of this video, there's a poster on the wall of him in this yellow suit, which is from um, a particular, like he made a music video with Juhan a few years ago. Um, Juhan wrote him a song and they got drunk in Hong Kong one night and like shot a music video in the streets for fun. And it's at this point that I like turned to you and tried to convey to you how excited I was because <laughs> this was the best thing that was about to happen. <laughs> and I don't know if that came through. No, I did not know what I knew. The, I mean, I knew you were excited. I did not know why, of course. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah. What did you think of this Ong Shimmy? So a Ong Shimmy, yeah. Yeah. What you said, it was it was the most unique song in the entire concert. Like it was, I don't, I feel like this song is something that you is like what you would think K-pop is if you've never listened to it before. Ah, or like, it is in fact not K-pop. It is not. a thing called trot. Trot, Which okay. is a style of music that is, it's, it's height of popularity is is bygone you know from bygone days so like it's, it's very popular with older koreans yeah it's got a, some traditional stuff in it and it's just it's not what you expect from a k-pop artist at all <laughs> it's very upbeat it's lively and yeah it, it's he was wearing a bright yellow suit yeah um there was crazy stuff on the screen the whole time it was amazing yeah bright colors and like over the top um little like flamboyant -y almost i guess yeah uh but i i i liked it because it was so unique it was like this was the first this was the first solo act that i liked okay yeah or i thought was worth like thinking about i mean they're all they're all good <laughs> they're all good obviously right. but like you know i'm not i thought this was unique and interesting yeah it, it was well it was i think for me is probably the best part of the whole concert just because I love him and I love this song and he looked so happy performing it and it was amazing. So the next stage was Kihun's solo stage and I kind of knew what to expect from him because like about two months ago he released his first solo album. Um, but I expected him to do the title song Voyager, which is like total bop. But instead he did another song from that album called Rain, which I think uh you would have enjoyed voyager more than you seem to enjoy rain mm -hmm. yeah this is one i didn't have much to say about or anything to say about really <laughs> but he did um yeah we'll get into like the post the, the talk after the solos and he was like yeah I, I know you want to talk about this like how he was like wanted to sing some of the other songs even though he didn't get to <laughs> and voyager was yeah. one of those yeah and he is like an incredible singer um, he's gently, like anytime anyone makes a list of like the best singers in all of K-pop, like he's on it because he's just like incredible. Um, mm. and he likes to show that off whenever he can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was more of a, a low key song and there was some dramatic, um, curtains that dropped behind him and it was, he was standing up on a, um, of some raised stairs and it was very pretty, but, uh, I guess not your jam probably. Yeah. I don't remember the curtains. <laughs> I remember the curtains because the middle one hit the bottom, like the platform he was standing on, and some like stagehand had to run out and like unfurl it. Oh wow! Him. I missed all that. Damn. It was only slightly dramatic. <laughs> and then the last stage was Juhan or Juhani. Juhani. 
do honey 100 <laughs> <laughs> and he came out with uh some he started with smoky from his mixtape that dropped like i don't know time has no meaning to me anymore like a year and a half two years ago something like that um which is like a really emotional, powerful song. And then he switched to an absolute banger that we had never heard before. It's a new song that I think is called Voices. Um, and it was, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. So the first, the first song was, uh, he had like a blindfold on, which was some sort of um, imagery that I, I expect had a deeper meaning, but <laughs> it was different. And then, yeah, when he went into the second song, this was like, the moment for me where I was like, okay, I get this. <laughs> like, like this guy <laughs> is on another level. <laughs> this guy's like the uh, Justin Timberlake of this band to me. <laughs> I, I think it wasn't an accident that he went last on the solos. Like, he, he really started. I get it was mostly rapping, right? Oh yeah, he is a, a rapper, but he you know sings as well. Yeah, but this song was like almost all rapping, but it was like hella aggressive, and he was moving all the way all around the stage. It was like, yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, that is his uh his sweet style <laughs> is uh some really really powerful rapping, and I I think I said to you before the concert that um he was gonna be the one that when you came out of it you were gonna remember the most and he was gonna stand out for you. Yeah, yeah, I think that was an easy call. <laughs> <laughs> now that I saw it, is yeah, you were a hundred percent right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so voices hasn't been released. We don't know if it ever is. I really hope it is sometime because there's another um he's done a duet before with Chen Kyun, the other rapper. Um, Sembakcha. I can't say this right, but um and that that's an incredible song and and basically the fans have been begging ever since they've they've done they've performed it to release it and they haven't, so I'm worried that it's gonna end up lost on his hard drive somewhere, but hopefully oh. one day we'll get it too. Do you have everything? Do you have anything before the last three bangers? This concert? <laughs> after after this, I oh I I remember I like, um, after this point, I feel like there was a few more songs before they got to like the quote unquote last songs of the concert, and then uh, I I definitely remember like spacing out and missing half of a like a, <laughs> one or two of the songs before the end because I I don't know. It was like a such a high high at the Joe Joe Honey part, and then I uh, was just wasn't away. as focused after that, or I was just getting really really tired. Well, yeah, it it had been a long day, and uh, they had gone hard up to this point, so that's forgivable. Yeah. Oh, um, but you wanted to talk about um the the main singer or the the highly rated well, first, singer guy. After the um, solo stages, they did another VCR, and I think this is actually the Avengers one I've been talking oh, about yeah, the yeah. whole time. Because before each um, solo stage, they did uh, the solo VCR, right? And then this kind of compiled uh, bits from each of their videos together. So it was like they were coming together and assembling as a team, and it was very dramatic. Yeah, yeah. This was the best like hype video, I think, of the night. They just, yeah, they montaged the like the previous solo five together and then made like an adventures assemble moment out of it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Sometimes for me though, it seems a little silly when it's, it's really over the top and like badass because like I've seen them beat complete like goofballs and just like fluffy, cute boys. So like the contrast is silly to me sometimes. Yeah. No, I'm here for, I'm here for the ridiculous. <laughs> 
And then, yeah, so they did two more songs and then they came out to talk for a bit again, where they each went through and talked about their solo stages and what it meant to them. And uh, when they got to Kihoon's, he was, um, he was talking about how, you know, he has two other songs on his solo album and, and he was like, does anyone want to hear either of those? I'll sing it for you now. And like everyone was shouting and it seemed like he couldn't hear. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, this actually. Yeah. yeah, he was everybody. He said Voyager and some other song that I don't remember. Yeah, one of them was Voyager, which you were talking about. And then it was like everybody in the crowd that I could hear was like screaming Voyager. And I was like <laughs> really worried that he was not going to be able to pick up which one they were saying. And he was going to like get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but then one of the other and then but then the, the bit, the bit which I expected was like one of the other boys was like, I think they're saying both. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were not saying both. It was just, like, clean <laughs> sweep for Voyager. It's and then he just song. only... And then... But then he actually only sang Voyager, which I was surprised. Like, he, I, it seemed yeah. like an easy bit to just be like, oh, I'll sing both, even though I'm, like, acting like I'm only going to do one of them. Yeah. I mean, I was impressed with his restraint. He, like I said, he's a, one of the best voices in K-pop, and he likes to show that off, you know, deservedly so. Um, and so he just sang a bit of the chorus acapella and then then restrained himself from doing anymore and yeah then there was um one more song they did love which is um their newest title track and then we got the little speech about how it's time to go and there's only one more song yeah and everybody knew this was not the case i mean everybody sort of made a sad sound anyway <laughs> But but yeah, it they just went on and, and put out banger after banger for a while. Yeah, I would have not, unless you had told me, I would not have realized that it was like a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we know we're doing an encore because you're all here to see us and you're going to ask for one. Um, but yeah, the three songs they played as the quote unquote last song were all like, yeah, bangers. They were like the bread and butter of the group and uh, i assume i don't know but they were like <laughs> everybody was uh everybody like really started jumping to at least one of the songs in particular like jumping and dancing like more than any other song up to that point yeah i have a, a theory about k-pop which is that there are two kinds of songs there are love songs and there are flex songs and then there are flexi love songs um and monster x lives a lot in that flexi love song zone um, but these three songs are just full-on flex songs, and they were proving to everyone how they are, in fact, the best. And uh, the one that um, everybody was really jumping to was, is Fallen, which they have performed in previous concerts that I've seen videos of. And they normally go around with, like, a water guns or just even their bottles of water just dumping water on each other. And those chorus, like, repeats over and over and over again. Um, and they just play around and have a lot of fun. And I was really happy that they got to do that, even though there wasn't quite as much water as I've seen online. And that's probably because of the venue, you know, is <laughs> not exactly up for that. Yeah, they just dumped like each of them got like a bottle of water dumped on them, which seemed pretty intense to me. But I guess it wasn't that intense. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Compared to past videos, it's like water bottle upon water bottle. It just goes. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And then uh, they came out and they did their little speeches, their goodbye speeches of, yeah, we're really leaving this time. 
they each, you know, took a turn as is standard in their, their concerts to just, you know, go over how happy they were to be there. They haven't gotten to tour in a long time. And uh, then they did their sweet, sweet fan love song at the end and, and waved goodbye and exited through the middle panel. Oh, but wait, before, during these goodbye, I think this is when this happened. There, there was the only professional mistake that I remember. Oh, yeah. Which was earlier in the concert, there was like a, a part where they were like, uh, can you hear us like second level? Because I guess like I guess like most of the concert they're like implying that they're mostly like engaging with the first level. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like, "Can you hear us second level?" And then the second level changed. They're like, "Can you hear us third floor?" And then the third floor cheered. And then the, "Can you hear us fourth floor?" And the third floor cheered. But then mm -hmm. at the end, they did a very similar thing where he was like, "I want to say he was like, we love you," and he was like, "We yeah. love you second floor. We love you third floor." And then he just forgot about the fourth floor entirely <laughs> so the fourth boy people might be pissed i'm not sure but probably not considering the kind of people i saw there yeah i'm sure they will forgive him i i don't even remember who it was that did that um so then yeah they they went back through the the parted screen and uh then we, we kind of waited around for an hour because uh yeah i got those fancy vip tickets so um can you I don't know, explain what you thought was going to happen next, I guess. Like, this part, I feel like, might have given you the most stress. Yeah, this is pr yeah, this is what I was worried about the most, probably, uh, because I feel like it's awkward to be, like, going to a thing where you're supposed to be, like, a super fan of something, but then... Mm -hmm. what That in itself is fine if you're not actually super fan, but then if you're actually going to go meet the people you're supposed to be a fan <laughs> of, like, that's weird. <laughs> So I was imagining that this was like a, we were going to be like on some sort of barricade. And for some reason, I didn't put together that we're in like the middle of New York City. So it wasn't going to be like an outside venue like a, mm -hmm. that you would be like, if it was like a sports stadium that had like a big parking lot or something. Right. So I thought there'd be like a barrier. And I thought like they were going to walk by us and give us like high fives, essentially. Right. Um. But in retrospect, like, that was obviously not going to be the case because we're in the middle. Of, like, you could not just, like, walk outside yeah. in New York City. Or, that, like, we could, but they couldn't, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there were too many people to, like, line up on the street anyway. It would have yeah. been a mess. Um, But, yeah, we spent an hour with them just, like, organizing people on sides of the the venue or inside the theater um, and waiting for the boys to get ready. And um, I think it's probably best if you tell your version of this story first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was hella interesting. So the um, we were talking about, like, the blue, purple, white wristbands. But, like, we don't know what the white was. But the blue wristband people were kind of, like, gathered up first. And they were brought to, like, the back left corner of the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the first level seating near the lobby. Right. And... We didn't know what that meant. And a lot of the purple people were like freaking out. They were like, they were like, wait, what about us? We are the purple people. And then, <laughs> and then, but then eventually the, like, they didn't have, they didn't use like the intercon system to like explain everything for some reason. Yeah. That seemed like a mistake. Um, yeah. So they just so like kind of had confused. one, the main woman was like going around and trying to like shout to like 
the you know the few rows that could hear her each time so that mm -hmm. must have been a pain for her and then they had some of the other ushers were like trying to communicate it as well it wasn't overly complicated but i can see what how it could get hectic but basically they just like brought all the purple people to like the opposite side from the blue people and then they just started like making us go like single file back to the lobby oh wait before that so like if you're facing the stage after like an hour or so Mm -hmm. We actually, you could actually see the boys like come up the ramp on like the far right hand side towards yeah. the lobby, which was, I guess they made sure nobody was there. Um, yeah, I didn't see it at first. I just heard screaming and then tried. Yeah, you know, spun around until I found them. Oh, and I noticed they like didn't change whatever outfit they were. Like I, I they had an hour. I thought like you know they would uh, maybe like rinse off and like have a yeah, full new change of clothes but they were actually just wearing what they were wearing in the goodbye which yeah. i was kind of surprised although it's probably like more they could have like took a rinse off and put on the same clothes again yeah. who knows yeah um but yeah they just like wrapped around to the lobby and then uh you were the first to see that like oh like people in the lobby are actually like starting waving like we couldn't see them but you figured out that they're like, oh, they're just like right in the lobby. So we were not going yeah. outside of the venue. Um, so the people with purple wristbands started like going single file on the opposite side of the blue people. Mm -hmm. And then when we got up there, uh, there was like more instructions about like, they were like, don't, do not stop. Do not touch the glass. Like, do not use your cameras or something and we we're like oh there's oh, we we're like oh there's gonna be glass yeah they had not they had not renamed this from a high touch event to a wave at them in an aquarium event or whatever you want to call it um so that was the first we heard of that uh it was surprising but not you know it, it makes sense like I, I want the boys to not be sick so yes put them behind some glass yeah it's a spiritual touch yes <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah do you want me to explain <laughs> i should yeah i need you to, to go through your, your you want me to go through story. my experience with this yeah your yeah so this is like I what think... i was nervous about but um because we had discussed like we our whole discussion of strategy for this was only like oh should we do a high five or a fist bump yeah Which so was we like, established I was... you should do a fist bump and i should do a high five yeah that seemed like the way to go um yeah. But then, like, 10 seconds before we're about to see these boys, they were like, and don't touch the glass. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> oh, shit. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to do, like, an awkward wave or something. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. cool enough to figure this out in 10 seconds. <laughs> but then when, I, when the process started, Sarah went before me and I went second, but I'll explain my experience first. Oh, yeah. The, um, I really, like, evolved in coolness with each boy <laughs> and i if this was like pokemon i i went from like a charmander to a charizard like in six seconds with this <laughs> so basically the first guy was jew honey the mm -hmm. coolest of the cool and i was like i guess i started doing like a weird wave but then as soon as he saw me he did like this like stiff arm like wave with like a heads up knob which yeah, is like being like from a cutesy wave at me to like the manly greeting to you yeah so he did like the what's up like kind of like thing and then i was like and thankfully i was like able to react fast enough and be like damn that was cool and then i proceeded to do that <laughs> the rest of the way 
Mm-hmm. So I instantly went from Charmander to Charmeleon. Like Jew Honey <laughs> evolved me instantly. So I did the I did the what's up, what's up to the next two mm-hmm. boys. And then yeah. the fourth boy went took it to another level and was like, he did the what's up, followed up with a thumbs up. And I was like, damn, that's even cooler. So I evolved <laughs> immediately after that into a Charizard. And then the last guy, I did like the I did the whole package. I did the what's up into a thumbs up with him. And he I'm might have so only hit, happy for you. He might have only hit me with a thumbs up too. So I might have like, I might have like outranked him by the end of the oh, whole thing. Oh, so you're you're saying you, you were cool. <laughs> I don't know who Ki-Hoon. who was it at the end. Kihun, the main singer. The main singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I beat him in the end. <laughs> he was the final. He was the <laughs> the elite four. I beat him in the end. Yeah, I'm I'm so very happy for your wonderful experience you had at this high touch <laughs> event. Oh, okay. Well, how was your experience, Sarah? <laughs> what happened when you uh, got to wave to the boys? So, first up, well, I have to explain just how weird it is, like, looking at them through this glass. Like, they, yeah. they, it seems surreal. Just, like, I think seeing them in person was going to be surreal anyway, but, like, behind glass just made it extra weird. Yeah, they were all, but, like, um, evenly spaced in a way that, like, made them feel like they're each in their individual pods yeah just like um, little boxes yeah like yeah they like in the cages for, for yeah. like in like a, i don't know like an exotic, exotic dance place or something it was weird it was definitely weird so i go around this curtain that is separating you so you can't get too much of a view of the boys before it's your turn or whatever i guess uh and first up is is juhan and he's you know doing a cutesy little wave. He's got both hands up next to his head. He makes eye contact with me. It's sweet. It's nice. It's great. Next is young one. And I'm like, oh, it's that real face right there. Oh, and he looks at my eyes and he waves. Uh, next is Cheng Kyun. And the, the girl in front of me had a mask on that had like um, LEDs in it that spelled out his name. So he got real distracted. But then he made a point to be like, mm, done with that, looking at you. And he looked at me bright in the eyes and was like, hey, what's up? And next was Minhyuk, my dear, sweet, favorite boy, Minhyuk, who um, saw the girl in the LED mask and then instantly saw you and was completely distracted by the fact that you're a tall man, I guess, and needed to evolve you into a Charizard. Um, <laughs> completely missed me. The boy did not see me at all. Devastated. The only person I needed to look at me. <laughs> and he just had to look at you and your tall man ass. It was ridiculous. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I think Kihun happened after that. I, I'm, he, I was a little <laughs> flustered at that point and defeated, and just it's the, uh, it's the worst. Yeah, I felt so good. Like I, I was so like, if I was nervous at all, like that's what I was nervous for. And then I was like, damn, I feel real nice after this six <laughs> seconds of whatever this was. <laughs> And then we immediately get past them so they like can't see us anymore. And you just turn around and be like, he didn't look at me. Oh my God. And I was like, wait, what happened? No, I was like, he looked at you. He he looked, looked, oh, yeah, he looked at me. Yeah. I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> that was great. That was great for me. What happened to you? One day I'll forgive you. One day. <laughs> you'll have redemption, oh. though. Oh, in, I hope in a so. Week. In a week, you'll hope. Yeah. You can't go over two, so you got to come up with. You got to come up with a way to like really make sure he knows you exist. Oh, I, I just don't. I, there's not like I don't want to stand out. And like you said, like it's kind of a whole bunch of clones of me. I guess I just have to find the least 
interesting people. It just like go right in between them, the most mundane folks. So that way, at yeah. least they just don't get distracted. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine like that they miss that many people. So I think yeah. like previously we said like this is a like a sports game where you're guaranteed to win. You're you're like the only one that lost. I am the only one who lost. <sighs> Devastating. No. Next week, I will look at his face and he will see my face. Or at least the part of my face that is not covered with a mask. Yeah, good I luck. I don't know why it's so important to me. Like I didn't think it would matter and yet he I was denied it and now it's the only thing I need in life. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what these people have done to me yeah maybe <sighs> maybe the second professional mistake they made up to that <laughs> yeah no, I don't it's know. not his fault it, it's your fault it's my fault he, he's sure. perfect it's your fault <laughs> sure <laughs> so then after the single most disappointing moment of my life uh we were corralled around to sit back in some seats next to the blue people for the farewell event in next to as in like you know the section over from them yeah they got yeah so this is what is this called the, the buy event um these things are like right back to back like yeah yeah i, I think it's like the the farewell event or something or something and like we were that. towards the end of the purple people so there was not much time between us doing the waves and then mm -hmm. them leaving after everybody was done right but it was it was kind of interesting it was just like it was like super simplistic. It was just like they're leaving the wave event or the high touch event and they're walking back to the <laughs> backstage, except they're going to pass where the blue people are on yeah, the way. Yeah, they went down the aisle over from us. So like we couldn't yeah. see anything. So the purple people really didn't get much of the buy event. Yeah. But I mean, the the, the wave, the, t the high touch is cooler than the, the goodbye. So yeah. But there was, there was like a, um, uh, a younger girl next to me who was like, who was like, what about us when they left when they were going <laughs> oh. by? Because she like, yeah, she was too short to even like see them leave, oh, but yeah. she knew they were leaving because everybody, all the blue people were going like, ah. <laughs> it's okay. I found a fan cam of it on Twitter later, so I got to experience it that way. It was fine. And that was it. It was really yeah. The the I think I don't think that's yeah. I think that would be better. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the, you know, that extra stuff at the end was still good for the people that came, but mm -hmm. I'm sure it's normally better in not COVID times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, actually, you know, if, if Minhyuk had had to give me a high five, he wouldn't have missed me. He would have had to have looked at me. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great, okay. though. I, I felt better about myself when I was done. I am I am very happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will recover. Next week will be better. Oh man. Incredible. So yeah, that to sum up how was your first maybe only Monster X concert? Would you ever go to something like this again? Um yeah, I, en I enjoyed it. I wouldn't pay for it or necessarily go out of my way for it again. But mm -hmm. if it was like if it was like super convenient and cheap, and I was just looking for like to be part of like a loud place with a bunch of people, which <laughs> I guess you could I could feel like that sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was enjoyable. I, it, it would be better if I didn't 
the the only really bad part of the experience was like being self-conscious about blocking people's view yeah which i don't know how you get around yeah that one. yeah it depends on the venue you have to like specifically get aisle seats or try to like mm. strategically get i was thinking if um we would have had to be further back a little bit but the uh the ca the five cameras were in like the middle of the first floor section oh yeah if we'd been i guess if we had that. been like the last row before the cameras uh, we would have been i would have been like free to do whatever the hell i wanted no you're moving in the wrong direction i'm only moving forward with seats from now on. yeah well if we were in the freaking orchestra pit i went to had a problem either i don't did the orchestra pit people stand up i don't think so they must have there's no way they they are you gonna stay seated during you know all of those bangers no way yeah you're right i guess i just could see them like they'd be able to like touch the stage i guess that's normal i guess that's normal for a concert i don't know yeah i think there's a little gap though there's Definitely, like, some security guards that I saw down there, like, yeah. to keep people from doing anything crazy. I guess they just wouldn't come to the edge of the stage. Yeah. Except except these boys totally will. All right, so I guess that's um, enough talk about the Monster X concert. Uh, this was originally supposed to be a little bit after the end of our, our next uh, Heart Signal episode, but it got a little long, so it's probably not gonna work out that way um but thanks for listening next time we will get back to heart signal episode four i think uh yeah bye bye oof